Hi everyone and welcome back to Bikinis After Babies. I am your host Mandy Rashawn with your other beautiful blonde bombshell Valentiney <laughs> host. If you're watching on YouTube, you should see her shirt. <laughs> Hi everybody. Happy Valentine's week and happy Super Bowl week too. Congratulations, Mandy. Because you live in Kansas City. So yes. um, I'm sure it's going to be a wild week for you. And you could congratulations feel, to all the Chiefs fans. You could feel it here. Like I stayed home and I could still, I could hear my street just like ah, going nuts. But yes, yeah, that'd I be bet. great. That's School's awesome. School's canceled sure Wednesday. Be... School's canceled on Wednesday? They do it every, cool. they always cancel it for the parade. Every, like what this is, um, since they've won, they cancel it. They call it a, a Red Snow Wednesday. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, congratulations, Chiefs and Taylor Swift. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good game. Anyways, uh, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We're so happy that you're here. We have a very special guest for you today. I'm so excited to welcome Sarah DeVito. Sarah is a functional nutrition and hormone expert and mom, and she's been working in the field of functional medicine for over 10 years. Sarah holds a master's of science degree, and her interest in maintaining optimal health led to her study of how nutrition plays a role in our gene expression. Sarah continued to expand her knowledge and experience as a scientific researcher and an integrative health and nutrition practice, making connections on how food and supplements can heal the body. Sarah has helped hundreds of clients across the country reach optimal health. She is a superstar, and I'm so excited to pick her brain today and bring lots of helpful information to our audience. Welcome to Bikinis After Babies, Sarah DeVito. Yay! Did you know I'm so excited to be here today to be yeah, with you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just really excited to bring you on and sort of um, introduce some of our listeners to functional nutrition if it's something that they're not aware of, or you know, perhaps if somebody is listening and they have gone down that path of you know learning more about that field and working with um, other professionals. You know, I just always like to have that science-based information to bring to everybody. So, what I thought might be a great place to start is for you to kind of talk about you know how you got into um, you know your passion for learning about it and then help people with some of their issues. That's great. Yeah. Thank you, Jillian. Yeah. I never thought I would be doing what I'm doing right now uh, when I was younger, but I've always been interested in the sciences. I grew up in Southwest Florida near the Everglades. So I loved um, being out in nature and just learning more about that. And I pursued that in college and grad school. Um, in grad school was really a lot of fun. We, uh, I was studying marine chemical ecology. So we were diving in the Bahamas and the Keys, looking at how marine sponges chemically defend themselves, you know, looking for new drugs for marine sponges, that kind of thing. It was kind of really cool. Uh, and then I got a job at uh, National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, in a lab where we were looking at how our environment expect, um, uh, affects our genetic expression, you know, stuff that, you know, again, I was following my passions. But then during this time, it was actually after the birth of my son, um, I started having some health issues, you know, and I wasn't um, keeping up with the way other moms were. I wasn't sleeping well. I was fatigued all the time. And I was really used to living a vibrant life, right? Um, exercising. I thought I was eating well. And I just, I couldn't figure out what was going on. And a lot of um, Western medicine doctors were like, everything looks normal. You're great. You know, keep going. Or here's an antidepressant. Here's a birth control. I'm like, well, you know, the, neither of those I really want to take. Like, what's really going on with me? What is the root cause? And that's when the whole uh, functional nutrition, integrative health and nutrition world opened up to me. 
I think it was actually one of those doctors gave me a card for an integrative health and nutrition practi- practitioner. And I went and saw her. She figured me out. You know, I had um, adrenal fatigue. I had underlying viruses, a lot of things that were disrupting me that really got me on a path of wellness. And I was so fascinated by how she helped heal my body that I, I'm like, can I work with you? Can I, I really want to study this more being the researcher in me. And mm-hmm. so for over five years, I got to work with her. We made a lot of cool connections about how food and supplements heal the body. Um, and it was really, really a cool time. And then I saw some really miraculous things happen when you can just really adjust food and supplements. And then I started my own practice about six years ago. And I just love it because it really gets to the root cause of what is going on, you know, using food and supplements in the right forms to, to heal the body. I love, I love that. I do. That's, I love that. I mean, my that. like nerd brain is like on fire right now because I just, I love all of that because we're in our space, like what we're doing is, um, you know, we coach women primarily just getting, you know, habits in check and weight loss. And then if they venture over to the competition space, um, but we do run into situations where somebody has um, ongoing issues. Maybe it's like recurrent fatigue or um, issues, sleeping hormone imbalances, digestion, trouble, thyroid issues. And those are things that, you know, we do as much as we can, but often having that input from somebody in your field that really specializes in getting to the root cause is very, very helpful. So I think it's great. And just like you said, going to your regular practitioner, their ranges don't mark for that. So whenever they have their numbers come back, they're practitioners like you're fine you're fine here it's all in your head it's you know you're fine everything's fine because their markers aren't set for that and then they need to be able to go to somebody that is like you and like what you did to be able to find a functional medicine doctor or functional nutritionist that it's like no this isn't fine like this isn't working right and this is how like you can get it working right without being on a lifelong prescription so it's fascinating to be able to have you on today Oh, absolutely. And that's just it. That's exactly what uh, you said is like the Western medicine has a certain range they look at. And with functional nutrition, functional medicine, we just look at a wider range. And I think this field is going to grow, grow more and more as we progress through the years, because we really need that um, to bridge the gap of, you know, Western medicine and like, well, I'm not really sick for a medication. Plus that medication is just a bandaid. Like what's really the root cause that is causing Mm -hmm. you to have this dysfunction in the body? And, you know, especially in today's society, we want to push, push, push the body. And that's okay. Like, if that's our passions and that's what we want to do, but, like, we've got to be able to support it in the right way. And, you know, the supplement that might work for one person might not work for another person. And I just love it because I think this functional nutrition field is going to grow more and more uh, through the years because people need that gap between, you know, I don't want that medication or, uh, you know, what what's, but I don't, you know, where is that? What can I do before that medication? Or that medication I've been on and it's not working anymore, you know, so what is the root cause? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So would you say that like finding the root cause is like sort of like how you would like really begin with working with a client and that's really what draws like somebody to coming to you for your services? Absolutely. You know, you kind of got the gamut of someone who's like, you know, I've already been to the doctor or I've been to multiple doctors and um, I'm on these medications. It's not working. Or someone's like, you know, I really don't feel right. The doctor's telling me that everything's normal, but I don't feel normal. So what else can I be doing? And 
that's really important because what we'll do is I'll, I'll look at um, either if they've got recent blood work, I'll look at it, or if um, I'll have them go run the blood work, you know, to see, like, hey, these are the markers I really want to see. And mm -hmm. finally, I just started running the blood work on my own because the doctors weren't uh, running it. You know, I'd give them a prescription yeah. or a script for the blood work and come back and it, it wasn't being run. Um, and so I'll look at that and I'll look at optimal regions. You know, we've got Western medicine, you know, this is like a range where like, do I need to take you to the hospital or do I really need to, you know, give you that medication? Then functional medicine ranges are a little more, you know, where's that optimal range that we can look at? So I do that and then a 300 question metabolic survey, really getting to like, okay, how well is your digestion and your stress hormones and your liver working and your kidney working um, to really kind of put the body um back together you know where where can we optimize the body what a uh, metabolic pathways can we uh, influence to really get you detoxifying correctly and improving your gut health and then also a nutrition planning assessment so there's you know a lot of intake forms i look at and then of course just talking to the person too because it's you know there's more things that go into it like you know what's your lifestyle factors and how are you restoring the body right so that's interesting. So detoxifying, I think that's like a very loaded term because people, oh, I just came back from vacation. I just need like detox. And I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know if that's exactly the yeah. same idea, but our body detoxifies naturally, correct? Right. And it's not going to do a good job of that if certain pathways are not functioning correctly. So do you see a lot of that? Is that kind of what a lot of the root cause is in some of these issues? Absolutely. You know, there's like three phases of detoxification, you know, that re uh, relate to the liver, you know, phase one, phase two, and phase three. And, and so many women are, the the most important is that phase three, that elimination, you know, are we constipated, you know, because mm -hmm. if we're constipated with women, we are because uh, we have to clear a lot of our hormones through the liver. And so our liver can just become congested and that stops everything up. And then that creates a whole host of problems like bloating and um, a lot of things that go on there. And I believe that we should be detoxifying, like you said, every day. So kind of learning those cues of like, what does that look like? Um, am I detoxifying properly today? Because if we wait every three or four months when we do the flush, then it's, it's a little too late. I mean, those have value, but you don't want to rely on that. You want to be kind of checking in on your body on a daily basis, like, you know, am I detoxifying correctly? If not, you know, here are X, Y, and Z I can do. Yeah. So what are some, um, some things that like some simple tips that people could do to make sure that they are detoxifying, you know, in a good way? And then how would you know if you were not? Right, exactly. Um, you know, my favorite things are like apple cider vinegar and water in the first thing in the morning or a nice ju juicing with like cilantro and cucumber uh, to really cleanse the body is nice. You know, it depends on the individual. And so like this might be a little TMI, but, you know, we want to make sure we're having a bowel movement every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's TMI. You know, I ask all my clients here. all the time. <laughs> all right, exactly. You want it to be dark brown and sink, you know, so there's like, because there's reasons like if we're not absorbing our fat it, it'll look one way if we're not um, digesting our protein properly it'll be like small and pebbly like so there's mm -hmm. different ways that we can kind of learn what that looks like and then um you probably talk about this too but like hydration you know mm -hmm. if your urine is really dark yellow and um cloudy then you're you know really dehydrated and if it's really clear um then you're you're hydrating properly a little a uh, little slightly yellow twinge is okay you know as long as and so just kind of you know oh man did i get my amount of water in today well just you know are you are you going number you know are you tingling are, is it going to be <laughs> clear is it yellow you know like those kind of things yeah um, really see um how you're 
And that, those are some of the cues I look at for sure. Yeah, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so do you then see a lot of like these issues are stemming from um, like the liver in females? Is that something that you commonly see? Yeah. I mean, especially um, as we go through perimenopause and even a little bit after COVID, like everyone's, you know, liver just got a little dinged with that, you know, and so I have to give a little extra support from that. Um, and, and some people might be like, yeah, great. I'm going number two every day. Yeah, I'm hydrating, um, but I still don't feel great, you know, and there's so many ways that go into detoxification, like ways that we can help our mitochondria, you know, so are there like underlying food sensitivities that are dinging us that are causing this inflammation, causing our mitochondria to be fatigued, you know, and there's some beautiful supplements and foods that will help those mitochondria, which are like the little powerhouses of our cell, the little energy, give us all the energy that kind of help. And so it's kind of like starting with the basics, building from the basics, um, and really figuring out what's going on with each person, because, you know, it's really interesting when I've seen, like, you could have, like, someone has fibromyalgia or has MS, but the root of it could be a different um, cause for one person. So, like, one person might have MS, but their root cause, or two people have MS, and their root causes are both different, you know? So you really have to kind of, like, peel back the layers of, like, what's going on with this individual. And I think that's why a lot of these, you know, mass drugs they're trying to make are are just not going to work for the general population because everyone is so different, you know? Yeah, it's so true. Do you see for like foods for like your mitochondria and your energy? Do you have any like recommendations of foods that you think would help with that? Right. That, that you see help with that? Absolutely. And again, it comes down to the individual, you know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's and as you guys probably preach this a lot, but like, you know, the the staying on the outer edges of the, of the grocery store first, you know, <laughs> like really making mm-hmm. sure, right, we're staying on those, you know, getting our, pro- our protein from animal meat. Um, fruits um, and veggies with yeah, our carbs and, you know, a little bit staying away from the processed foods basically um, is the first step um, for that mitochondria health. And, and, and really it is, that's the same for everybody. So, you know, kind of, we do the basics first, right? Make sure we're eating well, like getting a great whole food diet, making sure there's no food sensitivities, you know, because I could go tell you to eat a lot of this particular vegetable, but if we have a food sensitivity to that vegetable, we're just going to feel horrible you know it's like a lot of people will come see me i'm like i did whole 30 and my friend dropped 30 pounds and i didn't drop anything and i felt sick the whole time because well you're eating too much maybe sulfur vegetables and you weren't processing you weren't detoxifying that sulfur very well which is can be happen in some people and so we kind of have to like turn on that pathway so you can detoxify those sulfur vegetables better and that can be from your genetic makeup and then then you can have those sulfur vegetables because you know i don't believe in totally taking away a lot of food but sometimes we need it to like heal the body and then turn these pathways on and then we can add the foods back in. I always tell it to my clients. Like sometimes when I take foods away or like I have them cook a certain way and they'll ask me about it, which I want them to, I want them to communicate with me, but I'll say exactly that. It's like, we have to take some of these things away to see if something is triggering something. And then as we like progress, we can add some things back in. And if your body handles it well, well then we know it wasn't that. And we do, you know, we do it that way. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because then you really get to see like, and, and then they get to see, you know, because I'll have a yeah. plan where, if the, you know, things aren't quite yet when like I went out to dinner and I've cheated and I'm, I'm never doing that again, you know, because they, <laughs> and, and now they know, you know, before they were bloated all the time. And now they were only bloated after they ate, you know, Brussels yeah. sprouts. And like, and yeah. like, I love Brussels sprouts, but I don't love what they do to my body until we can work with them a little mm-hmm. longer that feeling better. But there are some beautiful supplements that help with the mitochondria too, like 
if you've heard of like NADH and mm-hmm. CoQ10, mm-hmm. NADH is like one of these longevity supplements they're talking about. And that's really good for mitochondrial health along yeah. with um, carnitine, even carnitine, you know, you've probably heard about like fat metabolism. That's, that's mm-hmm. nice for mitochondria and the basics like D and, and stuff like that. But yeah. um, not me like mentally adding to cart. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually and just got, like, I got I just got some L carnitine as like a free supplement, and I was like, "Hey, I have that." Yeah. Well, so that's interesting. I'm gonna link um, Sarah. I, I was uh, going through all of her links and everything earlier, and she's got um, her recommended supplements right on her um, bio. So oh, that's I'll link awesome. that below in the show notes. Um, so supplements is a very interesting topic, and um, I think if you have ever searched any supplement ever at any point on your phone, your whole feed is like, oh, here's this for gut health, and here's this for energy, and here's this for hormones. And I think that's so dangerous because um, people will be like, oh, I just took this like estrogen support. And I'm like, how did you know you needed estrogen support? I was just feeling this way, and my friend took it. And so what do you think about that? Like, Are some of these um, supplements that are really popular? Are they more harm than good? I mean, they're really powerful, right? If used in the right way, they can really heal the body. And then used in the wrong way, they can kind of mess you up a little bit and and not feel so good. Or you feel good for a little bit and then you don't feel so good because it revved up this one pathway that made you feel good. But then it caused these other deficiencies in the background. And so, yeah, it's really intricate. Um, And also you get into the quality, right? You get, you know, the CVS, Costco, like supplements versus like, you know, really high grade practitioner only. They've been third party tested. You know what you're getting. You know, the the concentrations of um, the supplements is in there. Um, That's really important. But also, um, yeah, they can be very powerful in the body and making sure that we're not creating. Uh, For example, that's a good point. I had a, a, a... client came to me who was having a lot of hair loss and um, it really seemed a lot of stress based. And I'm like, well, let's just, you know, DHT is a part of testosterone. It can cause hair loss in women. If it's really high, let's run it to see. And I figured it would be, but then she could at least see like, okay, we're going to keep it on marker on this. And it came back and it was low. And I'm like, what other supplements are you taking? Because I did not expect this to be low. And sure enough, she was seeing like the top dermatologists in this area, in the Washington, D.C. metro area. So this lady, you know, this doctor really knew. But she had put the um, my client on Nutrafol, and Nutrafol has salt palmetto in it, which pulls DHT down. But, you know, she'd probably been on it too long, and it was causing, or it wasn't the right for you know, supplement for her. So that's yeah. why you really want to look at the blood work. You really want to do like a full workup to make sure that this person, that supplement is doing what it should be in your body, you know, because yeah. I think it's kind of cool. They're so powerful, but we got to make sure we're using them the right way. Yeah. yeah. I can't Absolutely. agree with that more. I went through, I actually went through a hair loss issue before and I have thick hair, so it wasn't a big deal for me personally, but like it was a little, it was getting a little excessive and I was like, something's wrong. Something's not right. And I went to a doctor and my thyroid was low. And so they prescribed me, um, thyroxine, I think it's like the common one. And my body did not like it. Like Mm -hmm. it just, I think I lasted maybe three or four weeks if that. And I was like, nope, nope. (laughs) And this wasn't for hair loss. This was like, they didn't know that they just knew that this was low and they prescribed it. And I didn't link the hair loss yet. And it wasn't until my coach and I went to a functional medicine doctor, did pa- did another panel, and they're like, my coach was like, why don't you try adding iodine supplements into your diet? And I'm like, okay, like, sure, that's fine. That's okay. It was a huge game changer, and I, and I stopped losing my hair. 
And then, of course, researching and learning low, low thyroid. That's that's a symptom is hair loss. So, yeah, yeah, you it's fascinating what you can learn and how like all different doctors and different people can like read your labs differently and recommend different things. And some yeah. things work and some things don't. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and you have to find like a provider or a practitioner that is listening to you and then willing to try things that are different if something's not working. Mm-hmm. But I've even found even in the functional medicine space that, you know, a practitioner will have one protocol for everyone. This is how I work, you know, if you know, and, it's, and that's, you just have to find people that resonate with you. So that's a good job kind of digging deeper, like, wait, I know this is kind of going on, but this that was not helping. So what's next, you know? Yeah, it made me feel terrible. I can't describe it even. It just, I wasn't myself. I don't, I, uh, it was terrible. Yep. Yeah. I know. And that's what I love about this is like, we've really got to figure what's going on with each person so you can feel better, feel your best because when mm-hmm. we're off, it's just not fun. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's just so much information out there too. So it can be like really overwhelming and, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just going to order this supplement. Like it worked for this person. It's going to be like the miracle cure. And I think like the best advice is just save your money on that. Get some blood work done, get an assessment by a professional and start working on it. Because have you found that like when things are like working, that like these things can be corrected, like kind of in a, in a reasonable amount of time? Yep. Absolutely. You know, that's the most surprising part of it for me is that it does happen faster than you would think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, once you get the right um, supplement for you, you feel so much energy, right? So my class mm-hmm. is like, I've got so much energy now. And um, that's just so refreshing for me to hear because that, that's where I was, you know, I had no energy. I wasn't sleeping. It was just like this vicious cycle. And then, and then I'm always, you know, and it's a constant, you know, I'm always learning, right? Because there's always new things like pandemics or something that, you know, yeah. <laughs> Where you have to kind of like go back to the drawing board and like, hey, some of my symptoms are starting to creep back in. Like, what's going on here? You know, and kind of digging deeper each time. And um, yeah, and that's what I love about the body. And I think it's always just going to keep me fascinated. It's where it's always constantly evolving and changing and trying to keep up with that. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say are like the most um, common things that you see in your female clientele? Like, our population is obviously women that have had children and women in midlife. So like, what's the the themes of the things that you see in that population? I mean, definitely like hormones, our hormones get dinged so quickly, right? So they're kind of like the first things to go when we're um, getting into that disease state and the, like the last things we get back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the constipation, you know, getting digestion, working correctly, um, is, is a main thing because if, again, if we're constipated, that estrogen's recycling, like it's just, you know, it's building up in our lymph, lymphatic system. And, um, that's a main thing. Um, and then this is really interesting. I just did, um, a webinar on about like perimenopause, perimenopausal women and how our estrogen, you know, it's kind of going, it's going from our ovaries. So once we went through puberty, all our estrogen, um, starting getting made in our ovaries, right? And we felt great. And that's all where our most estrogen was coming from. But then we get to perimenopause and the ovaries are tired, right? Like we've been working for 40, you know, 30, 40 years, we're done, you know? And so they're trying to communicate back to the adrenal glands, which is where our little, these little glands that slid above our kidneys that produce our stress hormones. And so we're mid forties, we've got like teens, we've got little kids, we've got husbands, you know, you know, there's all these like things that are going on in our body and our, our little adrenal glands are like, uh, heck no, we are not making, tired. yeah, we're tired too. We're not making estrogen right now. And so then it's, 
like signaling back to the ovaries and there's this miscommunication. And then that's when you get the hot sweats and you get the weight gain and you get uh, insomnia because this is this constant uh, fluctuation of hormones and signaling that's just off. Yeah. And so, um, and then to add on to that, our immune system and inflammation starts to get dinged. You know, when our estrogen is going up and down like that, and our hormones are going, our immune system's kind of like, what's going on? You know, and so they kind of get called in to kind of like help out, but that's not really what we want because that could drive us into the autoimmune diseases and drive us into dysfunction. And so that's why you see so many autoimmune diseases pop up in women during perimenopause because there's whole this whole like um, immune signaling, hormonal thing that's going on in the body. And so it's yeah. been so fascinating because so you've got to really support, you know, one with digestion, making sure everything's getting eliminated, making sure we're detoxifying on a daily basis, supporting those adrenal glands. You know, um, I mean, I was so guilty of this, like over exercising and under eating and like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, that doesn't work over time. You know, your weight starts creeping up, creeping up because you just can't go spend, you know, six hours in the gym eating like a bird and then going home to be present for your family. It's just not, it's not gonna happen, right? You've got to feel the body. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a big thing that I think women are struggling. In. And I hope this next generation is probably getting it right. Like, oh, we know we need a fuel so that we can go work out as much as we want and then come home and be present for our families. Um, so that's the biggest thing is digestion, making sure digestion, making sure our stress hormones are kind of like in check, you know, and that our whole like hormonal signaling process is working. You know, um, we signal from the pituitary to the thyroid, to the adrenals, to the ovaries. And we make and if, you know, the body's really stressed, from either our stressful lifefuls, over-exercising, underlying viruses. So viruses and pathogens can hang out in our body. And if we overdo it, they become active. They're like, ah, yeah. we're going to take your vitamin D. We're going to take your B12 and we're going to go have a party. And then we start to really feel not great. And then, um, I mean, just recently I've had this week two clients in their mid-40s come back with a positive ANA, positive autoimmune marker. And it's like, okay, let's we got to slow things down you know, and just kind of take a overall look of what we're doing in our life, you know, where are we, how, where are we exercising, where we can change a little bit of that. And you don't have to stop exercising, just like, let's just manipulate it a little bit until your body can really heal, you know? And I've so, had a few yeah. clients like that, that we need to take a step back and they asked me and they're like, why, like, why am I doing less cardio? Why am I doing this or that? And I'm like, it's, it's because you are stressed out. Like you need to we just got to dial it back for a little bit, got to right. change a few things, and then we can come back. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's so hard when you're exercising like that and you're using it as a stress relief to kind of step back from it. But, like, once they do, it's like, ah, oh, you know, this is what it feels like to be in that parasympathetic straight and that, like, really relaxation. And it's hard to find when we're on the go all the time, for sure. It's really hard. Yeah. Do you find that – I've seen this with a few clients – do you find that when clients go on vacations and they like, it's so funny because clients will go on vacations and they will be so worried and they'll come to me and I'm sure Jillian, of course, and they'll be like, what do I eat? How do I work out? What do I train? I was like, don't do it. Like, just don't like be mindful of your eating choices, of course, but just like go lay on the beach, walk around, read a book. And do you find that when they come back, they're different? Yep. <laughs> their gut health is better, like everything. They lose weight sometimes. I get so yeah, I get so excited when my clients go on vacation. I'm like, go, just yeah. go. It's okay. Yep, yeah. absolutely. You know, we just, you know, the most I did was like a 10 minute walk or just like some really relaxing. I'm like, yeah. 
And then write and try to incorporate, like, let's, how can we incorporate this into your daily life now so that we can stay in that, um, you know, and myself included, right? Like, how do we stay, mm -hmm. you know, just little bits. It doesn't have to be the whole day, but just so that we can find that vacation mode, get into that, you know, meditative state. Yeah, absolutely. That's so great because that's such a big thing that we talk about here. And I had gone through some gut issues um, last year and it had started the year before that. But I always noticed that I had the best digestion when I was like in Mexico, not following my meal plan and, you know, not doing all the things that I did at home and, and I would come home and then it would return. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like it was never gluten and dairy. Like it wasn't all these things. Um, and so, you know, I think that that's, I think that our, you know, in the, the space of women competing, I think we're really in tune with our bodies and we're really open to like exploring what's going on, but I think it can be really overwhelming. Like I found what you said to be like, totally like you, the way you worded it and explained it all. Like I found it to be very, um, you know, informative and encouraging, but I can see how if somebody isn't feeling good, they might be a little bit scared of just like, oh no, like what is going on with me and, and how do I fix it? And then I think so many moms are fixers. Like we just, you know, we're constantly troubleshooting. Let me fix the iPad. Let me fix the internet. Let me get my kid here. Like, let me take, let me do everything without ever having anyone help me. And then we have a hot mess express and, yeah. you know, a woman who's quite broken and needs a lot of support and help. Yep. So what do you think then? Um, I mean, I'm sure I, well, I think I had seen a post about um, overworked high achievers. <laughs> um, and so like, are there warning signs along the way before somebody kind of gets down to the place where like everything's in a bad spot? Like, you know, I'm sure people ignore things until they get to this point and then we're like, okay, now every pathway has been affected. <laughs> so what are some things that like somebody who's maybe like, I, I can't slow down. I'm building a business. I've got, you know, all this stuff going on. Like, what are some things that you would maybe, I don't want to say caution, but kind of warn somebody like, Hey, you're, this is, this is where you're kind of headed on this journey. Yeah. And I think with women, if we're used to like, there's a couple different ways we could go about looking at that one, you know, sleep, you know, are we sleeping less and less, you know? Oh, and, and a big thing is our cycle, right? If we're used to having always like a 28 day cycle, is it starting to get 26 days now, 24 days now, 21 days. That's a really good indicator that your progesterone is tanking and your progesterone is really one of those first hormones to go. And so if you think of a 28 day cycle, the first 14 days, it's more estrogen. You know, we've, we have our periods, very low hormone phase. Then it starts to ramp up. Our estrogen starts to ramp up. Um, we ovulate. Estrogen comes down. And then um, like day 14 through 28, the progesterone starts to have a nice peak. And then it comes down and we have a period. So if your cycle is getting less and less days, and that's kind of an indicator that, oh, you know what? You know, my progesterone could be getting dinged a little bit because of my stressful environment. So one kind of like just tracking your cycle on a, you know, a cycle um, app is great. That can be a lot of inform information because sometimes we do mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, my cycle is always 20 days. And next thing we know, like, oh no, it was 21 days. And now it's like 32 days. And so that's kind of like, we can look at that. Um, I think that's good. You know, keep an eye on digestion, like we talked about and, and weight gain, you know, a little bit of like you're, you're at the gym a lot and like, you know, it's just not working anymore. You know, that's another indicator that your body might be trying to tell you something. Um, and, and just like mood swings for sure. Like the little things like, oh, this is a good thing. Like I learned when, so say like, um, you're coming around a hallway and all of a sudden you see your, um, your child or see, you know, a coworker and you just jump, you get startled and like, it was this huge startle reflex. 
that's an indicator that you are just in fight or flight. Like you are, have a hyper adrenal hyper, you know, state and that you really just need to calm, you know, that's a, that's another indicator that you're just in overdrive, you know, and it got to take a little more meditation. Um, I'm trying to think of some other cues. I think those are some big ones, you know, any skin rashes, bloating, you know, all of that. Um, and everyone's so different, right? Like, but those are some main, those, some good ones to, you know, and also when you jerk asleep at night, you know, when you're trying to fall asleep and then you jerk awake, um, that could be a sign of like electrolyte, mineral deficiencies, eye twitching. You know, sometimes after I work out, my eye would start twitching. I'm like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, you're dehydrated. I didn't get enough electrolytes. You know, really keeping an eye on that is a good indicator that, you know, something might be amiss. So with that with other than like meditation because like i'll recommend meditation and i'll have clients that are just like it's hard i didn't do it i lost track of time whatever excuse but what are some other recommendations that are very simple rather it be food or something that they do that you could re that you would recommend i love the attitude of gratitude right you you guys might preach this too but you know if we're in that state of gratitude it's impossible to be like stressed out and so I'll find that sometimes if I'm in traffic or I start to get a little edgy and I'm like, you know what, gratitude. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to think about gratitude right now. <laughs> you know, like it, it really helps, you know, think about like, I am fortunate to do this. I am fortunate. You know, there's always someone that has it, you know, better than you and always someone that has it worse than you, you know, and just trying to remember that and be put that into perspective, I think really helps when we get in that busy. And so that that's a first step. And then I kind of you know, either we'll recommend a documentary or recommend, um, because yeah, I have clients like that too, where it's like, I've tried a meditation and, and then sometimes I'll say, you just haven't found the right technique yet. You know, there's like the tapping that some people do. There's all kinds of videos about tapping and kind of like getting out of fight or flight. And then just kind of, um, talking about some different ways that that might be good. And, you know, sometimes maybe getting an aura ring or something where like they can really see, right? Like, Oh, I am in, you know, I am not recovering well. My husband just got one. So oh, we've good. been watching it. Yeah. yeah. I've been he just got it the other day. So we've been like all over that thing. <laughs> yeah. I want one. It's I really, just want, I'm just, curious. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, cool, it's cool for like women like who are trying to conceive because it'll show like a, a raised body temperature. So like around ovulation, we our temperature goes up. So they could be like, no, like that's a good time um, when I should be conceiving. But also um, if we're our temperature keeps going up and it could be due to inflammation, you know, so say like someone over the weekend, their body temperature raised. I'm like, what kind of fun did you guys have? Like, you know, <laughs> where, what are some of the, you know, it was it alcohol or some, you know, foods that we don't normally eat. And, and that's okay. Like, it's just, but it's another thing that you're kind of learning your body and knowing when we're pushing it too hard. So maybe I don't go so hard in the gym tomorrow. You know, maybe I kind of just do some walking and strength training and then Tuesday I feel better. So I'm going to go, you know, to the gym and work out a little harder today. I think that's so important. I think that's also so hard to go like, Oh, I'm just being weak. I better suck it up and just go because so many <laughs> high achieving people are just, they ignore those things because they don't want to be like, you know, giving themselves a shortcut or being lazy or anything like that. So I think that is just important to be able to tell the difference between like knowing when you need a break and then knowing when you're just really slacking. Yeah. And I think that's it because it almost makes you more productive. Right. When yes. we have that break and then like, okay, now we know now I'm going to go hit and I can, you know, hit like 
work out more, lift more heavier today because I took that day of break. Whereas before I was guilty of this too, you try and just go, 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 go all day. You're going to burn out. You know, I recently had a, a client who was a CEO of multiple companies in the area and he just got diagnosed with cancer, you know? So you think that if you don't, if you keep going, going, going and pushing your body and not listening, yeah. you know, the disease is in the background at some point and it, it's going to manifest differently, even though he's like, I played soccer three times, you know, he's like in his forties, still like doing soccer leagues and which is great, but you've really got to support your body uh, with four kids, you know, and you've got to support your body and making sure you're giving it what it needs, giving that mitochondria support so we can fight off those cancer cells. So it can fight off, um, you know, any toxins that we're putting in our body. It's not that yeah. we can't do it, but like, how can we, biohack the body, right? So we can live our fullest life. We can do everything we want, but there's ways that we need to manipulate it and listen to it so we can get to that high level. Yeah. I I was thinking about that recently, how we're, you know, we're getting older. I, so I'm 34, I'll be 35 here, actually in a few weeks, March 1st is my birthday. But, you know, we go through these phases in life, like when we're in our 20s is where it's like, you don't know care in the world, you're getting married, you're having babies, you're graduating college, like, it's just you have this like, very carefreeness. And there's all these like, of life events that are going on. And then it's like you, we start climbing up there into like our late 30s, 40s, 50s. And it's like, but people are getting sick, like we're getting sicker and people around us that we love so much are getting sick. And it's like, if you just calm down, if you just chose not to do this as much, if you chose this food over this, like your outcome could be different. And it's, it's scary. Like it's really scary. Yeah. When you witness some people that you love going through struggling with disease, it, it, it does. Um, or even your own health, like when we get dinged a little bit, it's like, oh, it's just really eye opening. Um, and how, how, um, short our lives really are when we put it into perspective and how much time is so valuable. And, um, like, what was that? I saw someone the other day that said, you know, um, yes, you're willing to die for your family, but are you willing to get healthy for your family? You know? <laughs> yes. It's so and, um, true. And, and then I think a lot of the times we just don't know, right? Like, like back then, like I was a researcher and I was exercising. I thought I was eating right or putting the right foods in my body, but they weren't the right foods for me. You know, there was some different pathways I had to get turned on before I could eat them. And so I think that's why this field is so cool because it's going to be eye-opening. You know, Western medicine, our current food supply is just not serving us well. And we're seeing so much disease set in and that people I think are just are eventually going to catch on. There has to be a better way. There has to be. Um, something this is not working. I do agree with what you said earlier about the newer the newer generation. I will say like our generation, we did get we just we got screwed. Like we were supposed to be double zeros with bleach blonde hair and weigh 90 pounds at six foot height. Like we weren't supposed yeah. to eat. And that's what right. was ingrained in us for like decades. But like this generation coming up now, like, you know, we all have kids and teens, you know, like, no, like I see I have a son, he's 14. And like, I see these girls that come in or like where, you know, his friends that are girls and they like, no, like they, they know to like move their bodies. They know to eat better. They, they're not worried about being a size zero, double zero and fitting into jeans. Like, I love no. that. Right. Yeah. They've got their water bottles. They're hydrating, you know, <laughs> they got <laughs> They got right? other families. And all that, like whatever it takes, you know, like, yeah, they're learning that, hey, I've got to, if I want to do this, I've got to stay healthy. And that's mm -hmm. so different from. I know. 
way we were raised. My daughter drinks greens now. She's so funny. She's like, I'm like a health girly. I want to glow up. I'm like, I drink greens. Am I cool? (laughs) Well, and they care about their protein. Like, (laughs) I will say, they kind of care more about their protein because they, like, they hear it all the time. And they're just like, oh, I need to have more protein. Even if they're not sure what it necessarily is, they're like, I need to have something with protein in it. I love that. Which I think is, like, so cool about our sport, too. Like, I think yes. that if you don't understand it and you see women in bikinis and high heels, you, you think, oh, well, you know, that's questionable. But if you're in it and you know or, or someone that you love competes, you know, I mean, we're fueling our bodies all day long. I mean, me and Mandy are always eating. We're literally always eating food. And it's high protein and it's, you know, things that we prepare, like raw vegetables that we cook ourselves, like ev- nothing's processed. Everything's like really clean. Um you know, and so I think that, you know, it can be such a positive thing for our families to see what it's what it's like to, you know, really give your body what it needs and really fuel your body appropriately. Because this sport, you know, obviously it's a it's an extreme outcome, but you know, we, we're not starving to get on stage. You know, we have to pay attention to our health and for the girls that are in our sport that last a really long time, the things that we're talking about today are so important because you know, if you're not taking care of the stress side of things while you're pushing your body to extremes, maybe you're in your last leg of your prep and you're doing cardio twice a day and, you know, you're hungry and your body fat's low, so your sleep isn't great. Like you've got to really keep an eye on some of these things. Otherwise it's over. Like you have to end your season and then you've got to try to fix all these problems. Like I think along the way, paying attention to your mental state is, is really like a lot of it, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I could tell, I mean, even from my own experience, you know, I was doing all the right food and supplements, but I was still kind of like having some setbacks. And um, I was like, and then I just started reading more about it. And it's like your emotional state, you know, previous trauma. And I was like, whoa. Um, and, you know, I haven't shared a lot of this publicly before, but like, you know, I come from a family of there's a lot of addiction, you know, and I think that so many people also struggle with this. And, you know, kind of making amends with certain relationships, you know, and, and yeah. looking at the, you know, I did a 12 step um, codependency in Al-Anon and it was absolutely life changing for me. And there's no way I would be doing what I'm doing now if I hadn't really taken part of that emotional component of it. Um, there's only so much that food and supplements and exercise will do. There's there's so much to mental state and just having to have self-love and knowing that we're not going to get self-love. I mean, we have to give it to ourselves before we can share it and give it away because if we're giving it away so much and looking in the wrong places for it, it's going to leave us empty and drained. And having that connection, I think it's so important. And part of that high achieving, vivacious life is giving yourself self-love. And and maybe even that is just someone's meditation in the morning is just affirmations of self-love um, as we go through this, because I think that is a huge component, absolutely, to, the, to all this. Good for you for going through that. I can't imagine going through a, the 12 step program for Alan on like that. That's amazing that you did that. And you like made peace, you know, that because I've seen that a lot in like, just just life, like we carry trauma, like we do, we may not show it every day, it may not be on our faces every day. And we may not even know where it comes from sometimes until we're talking about it. And then over time over years, or if we go to a therapist, if we're talk, if we're talking to somebody, Sometimes it comes out and we're like, I never thought of it or I never realized it or I never like interpreted it that way. And then you realize you're like, that really 
messed with me. And then having to be able to like make peace with that is so hard. Good, good for you. Yeah. I mean, it was an over a year of working um, with someone, a female mentor. It was just amazing. You know, it reminds me of you guys with just kind souls. And, you know, she was just really transformation um, in myself. And she does it all, you know, out of the goodness of our heart. It's like her, she's like got a full-time job doing other things and we would meet and it just peeling back layers. It's hard work, right? But it's so rewarding in the end to like, just have a transformation. And, and it's like, you take the glasses off. Like you don't even know you have like these rose colored glasses on. And then when you take them off and see everything is like this beautiful, vibrant world, you're like, wow, you know, when you can really master your emotions and, and, you know, it's just really empowering for a person. Such a cool perspective, because I think about like things like anxiety and when people just, you know, they feel off in their mood, like looking at the root cause of like where that's coming from, like we can blame ourselves and say, like, Mm -hmm. I'm just an anxious person. I'm just wired that way. But if you're looking deep into like, you know, things that have occurred or things that you haven't handled, um, letting things go, forgiving people, things like that, if you carry it with you, it really does carry over and you get to be like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 45. Am I going to be 40? I don't even know my age. I'm going to be 44. That's a lot of life. Like there's been a lot of things that have gone on and you know, it's just, it's not um, a bad thing to explore that it can benefit your health in so many ways. And so many of the women that are probably listening to this podcast are like, the gym is my therapy. And yeah, it totally is. But, you know, beating up on your body in the gym when you, you know, maybe your immune system is lacking and you haven't handled, you know, past traumas, I don't think you're going to get very far if you don't address those things. And it's again, it's not, it's not a huge investment of time to just really address those issues. And, um, and handle that and, and move forward happier and more vivacious person. I love that word. Like that's going vivacious. somewhere in the title of this for sure. Um, I just, I love, who doesn't want a vivacious life? I do. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Um, sorry, brain fart. Edit this out. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so we have to recap that. Yes. So, yes. so, 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 so something, something about our our beautiful sport is that usually whenever you dial into prep, like you, like you can start far out, right? Twenty plus weeks out. But whenever you dial in and you get closer to your show, like, like I'm seven weeks out, you get you get brain fog. Like it's just easier. You're lower calorie. You're pushing yourself. Like it is what it is. And so sometimes like it just happens. It's super random. So a couple episodes ago, it happened to me. I was like mid sentence and I was like, I totally forgot what I was saying. And Jillian had to poke at me for it. Cause it, it just happens. <laughs> it happens. And then it just happened. It just happened to you. <laughs> I don't, it's, I have no excuse. I'm, I'm far enough out, but I think it just, it happens closer to shows because your body fat decreases and it's just like a, a natural thing, but I guess I'm just having a blonde moment. So oh, we're going to blame that. it on the hair now. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I, I know what I, I wanted to talk about. Um, and uh, I think I might get a little, maybe I won't get controversial here. I don't know who knows. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about trends because yeah. um, we do see certain trends emerging. We do see new things coming out. Everybody's kind of jumping on board. Um, so it's kind of a two-part question. I want to know um, sort of what your take is on some of these weight loss drugs that we're seeing. And then if you can sort of predict um, in your field, maybe, and as I think you had mentioned, you, you think that, that in general, people are going to move more into learning more about their bodies and, you know, these pathways and, um, being more health conscious all around about the foods that we take in. Um, but sort of like where you see some of these trends in maybe the next 10 years. 
Yeah, it's been really interesting. I've been keeping my eye on all these for sure. And it's and it's just been, you know, like anything, it's been the ga- the gamut of, um, it, you know, functional medicine providers, practitioners that I love to follow, just like what their whole take is on it. You know, and a lot of these drugs, like um, it started with metformin, you know, reducing the sugar output of the liver to help with people who have PCOS, stuff like that. Um, but then they became resistant to it. You know, then the metformin was no longer working. And, you know, the pharmaceutical company wants to always find another, you know, what's the next thing that's going to help people, help people. And so then, you know, semaglutide, Ozempic got um, developed to, you know, increase insulin, help them with insulin sensitivity, you know, and for some people, like it, it can be okay. Like for some people there, I mean, there's medically why they should be on it, but I think if like, you know, your normal person who hasn't put in the work to do to try the other natural things first, you know, it can be really dangerous. I mean, the side effect is gut paralysis. I mean, do you want to be the one out of whatever it is that that happens to? And there's no, there's no way of knowing that. I mean, that would just be life altering to not all of a sudden have not be able to digest anything. And so that's kind of scary. And then there are some, you know, animal studies showing like thyroid cancer and rats. And so like, you just have to be mindful about it. And if, you know, there, you know, you're several hundred pounds overweight and it helps you get over that hump and, um, and you're doing with a, a medical provider that um, is putting you on a high protein diet, putting you on strength training, changing your habits behind, then it might be okay. I mean, I think there's a lot of other alternatives that we could do first, you know, to make sure. Um, so, but that's just it. If you're going to do probably, as you guys know, I have to tell you, you know, you do any type of weight loss, you've got to be eating a lot of protein. You've got to be um, hitting the gym, hitting strength, um, doing a lot of strength training to keep that muscle mass there. And I think a lot of these things, the doctor is just giving them, they come in, oh, I've, you know, I'm over 10 pounds. I just can't lose this 10 pounds. It just gives them a prescription for this. I think it's dangerous. Um, I just don't think it's sustainable. And especially when you come off of it and you haven't changed in your lifestyle, you're, you're going to go back right to where you were. Um, then no muscle, like you don't gain that muscle back. Like I know how hard it is for our clients who are like killing it in the gym, like taking the creatine and the glutamine and eating all the protein and day in, day out, month after month, like it takes time to put that muscle on. And so when you lose it so quickly like that, I mean, to me, I'm just like, this is crazy. Why are people taking it? Like I I get so like excited and mad about it. Um, but I guess it's just that like, oh, this is just going to like finally get that weight off. I've been trying for so long and I understand that is frustrating, but I also think like oh gosh you are so uninformed as to what's going to happen right in your bodies it's just not this miracle cure that people think it is and it's not completely harmless you know and we don't even know the long-term effects you know which the the companies will never will always deny you know but like and i feel like i feel like everywhere can sell it like it's interesting i like okay Mm -hmm. jillian remember like last year you asked me about this you asked me because i'm in kansas city jillian's in st louis jillian asked me she's like well do you are you seeing ozempic or all this stuff everywhere i'm like no not really and i mean i go i'm like around town and stuff i'm like no not too much i've heard of it i know it but i've just a little bit no no it's every i like anywhere i go there's a banner there's an advertisement, there's a flyer, and it's like semi-glutide, Ozempic, on sale, buy multiple shot, discount, discount, discount. I'm like, nowhere on this thing other than I'm going to save you money on this semi-glutide is explaining like what it is. And I am not kidding. I see it everywhere here. I, like, my husband and I went to, um, he had, he he tried, what is that, uh, IV nutrition? Like, you get an mm-hmm. IV and you get nutrition. And 
they have it there now. And mm-hmm. it wasn't there before, but they have it there. All the med spas, doctor's office, everywhere. Like, I'm waiting for the urgent cares to have it, like, right. at this point. Like, it's just everywhere. 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 Like, walk into Walgreens and get your flu shot and your semaglutide shot. Like, you know. Yeah, that's going to happen. And I hate that. Right. Sorry. I just, like. I it doesn't so- even get me started. It's just on the whole, <laughs> you know, um, dysfunction of our pharmaceutical industry and how they are allowed to advertise now on TV and how they're yeah. strong lobbyists, you know, and. There really, there's no one looking out for for us anymore, you know, in 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 regulations and all that. It's all controlled by you know the higher corporations, and you have to be your own advocate, and you can't just trust what your doctor says anymore. Because I've had you know recent clients come in and they've been on it, or they've been suggested to it by, or you know, I don't want to take it. My doctor wants me to take it, and I don't want to take it. I'm like, let's try these other methods, you know. And see how your body, I mean, I just recently had a, a client, she was on metformin with PCOS and she was like, they want to give me Ozempic. And I'm like, let's try these other things first. You know, after a year, she lost 20 pounds. She's, her hormones are regulated, you know, and all without medications. And so there's, there's other ways, there are other ways to do this. And I feel like we forget so easily. I feel like the most, the common person forgets so easily how food can do so much like just so much like even my personal like thing i i had no cycle for a very 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 long time to the point where my the clinic i was seeing they wanted me to take uh progesterone they like they wanted to help me like what they were recommending wasn't bad but when i talked to my coach about it and i'm talking months like months 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 no cycle like long time yeah my co my coach was like Let's do she added all this avocado, all these walnuts, whole eggs, all this stuff to like my plan. And I was like, okay, fine. Like I'm a disciplined athlete. Like I can do that. It came back in like a month. Like we were saying, like it can be fixed so fast if we just stay like consistent and use food. And give it what it needs. You know, Mm -hmm. give the body what it needs. You know, and And I've never had a problem since. By the way. That's amazing, right? Just with some adding that in. And it's just, yeah, the body's designed to heal, right? It's designed to heal. It wants to heal. We just have to put it in the right direction and show it the right things. Yeah. 100%. Um, that's really interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, awesome. I feel like we've covered so many juicy topics today and given our audience just a whole new perspective. So, uh, Sarah, tell us where everybody can find you if they're interested in working with you or, you know, getting some information from your social media and such. Yep. I'm on Instagram, Sarah DeVito, Empowered Health, all those four words, and the Facebook the same way. And my um, website is EmpoweredHealthVA, as in Virginia, dot com. So EmpoweredHealthVA.com. Awesome. And we'll link all of those below. So thank you so much for coming on today. It was really fun chatting with you. I feel like my nerd brain is very happy right now. I feel like you just helped so many women. So many women are going to listen to this and just take away so many things. And for all you listeners out there, you can always watch us on YouTube, podcast, uh, Spotify. I forget some of those stuff sometimes. So, but thank you so much for coming, Sarah. And just, yeah, thank you so much. Thank All you right, guys. guys. Me. It was it was wonderful. <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks.